the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot in the App Store. Celebrating two decades on air. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Twitter has hidden a post on the account of Iran Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei on the coronavirus vaccine conspiracy theory. The tweet came from the account of Khamenei, who has a final say on all matters of state in Iran, claiming that COVID-19 vaccinations imported from the U.S. or the U.K. were... Thirty-four points. The closing bell at thirteen thousand two hundred and one. S and P five hundred up by twenty points. Internationally, oil prices picked up a dollar forty-one a barrel to end the week at fifty-two dollars and twenty-four cents. This is SRN News. Doctor Sebastian Gorka believes the fight isn't over. Our president doesn't give up. The fight has only just begun. It comes down to one thing and one thing alone: courage. To stick to the requirements of our Constitution. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Whether you're listening from outside the Twin Cities or in, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian. For the weather today, it's going to be a high 22 and cloudy. Embark with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on an extraordinary 10-day adventure through Israel. The Stand with Israel Tour, October 27th through November 5th. Prager and Gallagher will lead the trip and provide a conservative perspective on the incredible land of Israel. Learn about worry-free booking at am1280thepatriot.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriots, here in parlous times as well as good. And boy, this is one of those parlous times, isn't it? Boy, what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> Hi, everyone. Join me, if you will, at uh, 651-289-4488 or on Twitter. At, uh, by the way, I will point out that uh, Twitter, the social media uh, platform, which has sort of served as the lobotomized junior cousin of uh, of the world's social media shall from now on on this broadcast be referred to as <clears throat> the necessary evil so if you hear me refer to uh, my hashtag this broadcast hashtag on the necessary evil as hashtag n-a-r-n show that's what i'm referring to i'm also on parlor by the way at mitchell Ber- uh, p berg parlor uh, which by the way, is in the process of being deplatformed after uh, two months of basically deplatforming itself with, and I'm just going to wax a little technical here, uh, not being ready for prime time either in terms of infrastructure or user experience. And yes, I am a user experience architect. I know wherever I speak here. I am like an epidemiologist only for usability of systems. Uh, suffice to say, there are social media platforms brewing out there. By the way, I've had a number of people say, what What do you think about Facebook and Twitter clamping down on conservative and Apple now as well on the App Store and probably Google as well shortly here, clamping down on conservative opinions on social media? 
I have two things to say. Number one, I'm indulging, well, I'm resisting indulging in a little bit of schadenfreude over all my conservative friends who gave up their blogs 10 and 12 years ago to do all of their writing on Facebook because it was easier. Well, who's passe now, me buckos? <laughs> my blog, shotinthedark.info, remains independent outside of the world of search engines, of big tech, at least as as independent as anything in the world of technology can be in this day and age, and, and there it shall stay. I never took it down, never even thought about it, and I'm feeling pretty good about my decision. Thank you very much. At any rate, uh, the second thing I think is, well, while we still have some semblance of a free market, and this is some one of many things we need to fight for in this coming year, two years, uh, it's it's that's as we have this this semblance of a free market, there will be new social media that are not swearing their fealty to big tech and to the Democratic Party and to world progressivism coming up, uh, places that still do, uh, that, that can not only exalt free speech, that one of the greatest of liberal values, I would say liberal with a small L values, but also do it in such a way that bypasses big tech. It'll happen. There is a need. We saw that need exercised right after the election when Twitter switched its deplatforming into into high gear. And we'll see much more of it uh, now that they have basically made it the policy uh, and, and turned themselves into uh, content management organs of big left. There will be an answer to that that question. It may not be there right now. It may take a while to build up. It may or may not be in the form of Parler, who, again, have your people call my people, Mr. Parler. I'm ready to help you with that user experience because, good God, you need it. Anyway, there is opportunity out there here, folks. Uh, and we'll talk about that uh, as the broadcast progresses today. By the way, we'll be talking in the second hour with Representative Pat Garofalo, who will spend some time talking about the freedom we've lost uh, in this last year, especially here in Minnesota, and how we can go about getting it back against what looks like a daunting uh, array of, of opponents, granted better in Minnesota than nationwide at the moment. At least we have a one-vote majority in the Senate. We have a diminished, uh, actually a larger minority, I should say, a diminished, uh, what am I trying to say? We're closer now than we were last year, perhaps close enough to even start affecting policy. We'll be talking about that with Representative Pat Garofalo uh, uh, into the second hour here today. We'll also be talking about perhaps one of the symptoms uh, that we see of Governor Waltz uh, realizing that the electoral landscape has changed not as much as we as conservatives would like in minnesota but enough to maybe start making a difference the good news is governor waltz is hinting that there may be a way out of his endless emergency powers the bad news at this point is his first trial balloon on the subject basically would make those emergency powers permanent <laughs> basically cement a permanent state of emergency in the state of minnesota we'll talk about that in the second hour here as well but first, let's talk about this last, not really this last week. I mean, is there anything to be said about this past week that hasn't been said better by people farther up the, the network food chain than I, than, than by people like Dennis Prager and uh, our midday guy on, on, on AM 12A, The Patriot, or uh, from Los Angeles, or Ben Shapiro, for that matter, who had some excellent things to say about the situation facing this country, especially in light of the riot that broke out at the Capitol this past Wednesday. Uh, by the way, he, he pointed out a couple things that you as conservatives need to be highly aware of. Uh, and if you don't listen to Freedom 1570 and, and check out Ben Shapiro uh, every day from, I believe, three to five on 1570, uh, he's a voice of sanity and reason among like all of the voices on Salem Twin Cities, every last one of us, uh, Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager, uh, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, uh, Larry Elder, uh, Dana Lash, uh, and of course Ben Shapiro, and all the other uh, folks over on the 1570, as well as Brad Carlson and myself. 
and all of our friends on on uh, AM980 The Believer as well, Lee Michaels and the rest of the people up there. We are voices of sanity and always have been. But Ben Shapiro points out that this week has seen the cementing of, of three narratives that if you are a conservative, you need to fight. You need to fight tooth and nail every time they come up. Number one, if the rioters at the Capitol this past week had been black, they'd have been mowed down like cordwood. For starters, if you live in the Twin Cities, you know what complete baked monkey doodle that is. Nobody started shooting tear gas and pepper balls at the demonstrators, <laughs> the rioters in Minneapolis and St. Paul until a couple days of burning and looting and assault and mayhem and murder had transpired. By the way, who was it who ensured that the government response to the rioters in in D.C. would be muted to non-existent until too late. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, a black woman and a far-left Looney Tunes progressive Democrat who didn't want a repeat of what we saw in Portland over the last nine months and basically shut down federal law enforcement until it was long after too late to do anything about it. Number two, the notion that their rioting is justifiable, but ours is not. And and by the way, uh, you've seen some people on uh, on the left on social media over this last 48 hours saying, oh, nobody on our side approves of rioting, which again is baked wind. Fredo Cuomo, quote, protests are supposed to make you uncomfortable, end quote. Uh, Ayanna Presley, quote, there needs to be unrest in the streets. Uh, Maxine Waters, quote, if you see anybody from that cabinet, that's the Trump cabinet, in a restaurant, in a, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and create a crowd and you push back on them and you uh, tell them they're not welcome there anymore. In other words, cancel everybody who dissents with you that you see in the streets with a threat if not, if not direct implication and practice of violence. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, I just don't know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. Or de facto president-elect Kamala Harris. The protesters should not let up. And by the way, they were talking about basically justifying the riots that happened in last May and June. And in some cities have continued on more or less nonstop ever since. So, yeah, yes, this is absolutely their approach. And, and by the way, the third narrative that Ben Shapiro calls out quite correctly, that every conservative is responsible. It, but and and let's let's make an absolutely certain about this. We as conservatives, we have no truck with the concept of group guilt. Group culpability is antithetical to everything that conservatism has always stood for. It's antithetical to everything that Western civilization, Judeo-Christianity, has always stood for. People are responsible for what they do, and yes, what they impel others to do. You're right. But all conservatives were not there cheering on the, uh, the, the rioting this past week. In fact, quite a few that were on the scene were either unaware or certainly not buying into the whole idea of storming the Capitol. Certainly not the mayhem and, yes, the death that followed. These are notions that you as conservatives, as inheritors of all that is great about Western civilization— need to get back and, and fight tooth and nail as they come up in society. And, yeah, sad to say they will come up in society over these coming weeks, over these coming months, uh, over the next two years as we head toward a midterm election that, with a little luck, we'll see some balance restored to our government and, yes, our society as well. But when we come back, let's talk about what led to the imbalance in our society. And not just imbalance, but I'm just going to go out and call it a decline. Forty years ago, when I was getting out of high school, yeah, it was that long ago. Hard to believe. When I was getting out of high school, I was was a young Democrat. 
very much a progressive. I wrote a platform for North Dakota Boys State in 1980 that would have made Paul Wellstone Blanche, would have made Bernie Sanders go, ah, this kid's got something going on here. I know it's a terrible Bernie Sanders impression. But somewhere along the lines, I became a Reaganite. And coinciding with that came what I, I'm going to say is from 1980-ish to 2000 was the most recent golden age of American civilization. And things have been going downhill for one reason or another ever since then. I want to talk about that and why that happened when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Mike Gallagher thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour again. In 2021, this tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of the country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual places on earth. More than a vacation, this is a bucket list trip. I personally want to invite you to join us. Register now, worry-free, no cancellation fees, and full refunds up until May 8th. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com. Hi, Patriot listeners. PJ here from PJ's Appliance Outlet. First of all, I just want to thank all of you that have stopped in to say hi and the majority of you that walked out the door with a new appliance. Now, I want to tell you about an exclusive new brand PJ's carries. We're the only place in Minnesota to carry the famous Ilve brand ovens. Ilve are handmade in Italy. They've been featured in Vogue magazine and many DIY TV shows. Homeowners, designers, remodelers, and builders have all fallen in love with these unique Italian-made ovens. Some are equipped with up to 15 different functions. Ilve ovens were originally designed for high-end restaurants and are now available to you. Because they are handmade, Ilve has several colors to choose from, like blue, red, stainless steel, purple, and more. You can also choose from many leg styles and finishes. Let me just stop there. Ilve ovens are something you have to see in person. Really, you got to stop by and see for yourself. Check them out today. Go to pjsappliantsoutlet.com for directions. I'll see you soon. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-482-8399 800-482-8399 that's 800-482-8399 You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. 2021 marks year 20 of our uh, career on air here at AM 1280. The page will be celebrating all year long with a variety of on-air features, familiar voices, past and present, maybe even an event or two, but we wouldn't want to spoil that surprise anyway. So keep in touch. So find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor. Thank you for 20 amazing years on air. Can't wait for 20 more years and maybe 20 after that. By the way, we've been here for almost 17 of it. In fact, two months from uh, today, well, eight weeks from today's broadcast is our uh, 17th anniversary on the air, and we're certainly uh, looking to celebrate that as well. And uh, there's so much more coming up here to talk about here, and we'll be doing that right here. So stay tuned. 651-289-4488, the number to call. (sighs) 
About 50 years ago, I don't remember the exact year. I want to say it was 1969 or 1970. It was before my time, more or less. There was a movie that came out. It was it was Planet of the Apes, and it started, uh, starred Charlton Heston and Roddy McDowell and a few other people who were famous character actors of the day whose names have long since escaped me because I've never really watched the movie all the way through. Uh, there was a scene at the end, though, however, that was pretty vital. Uh, at least it's certainly been one I've been thinking about all day here today, really all week. There was a scene at the end. And by the way, I'm going to give a huge spoiler here. But the movie's 50 years old. So honestly, I don't know what to do about if you if you aren't aware of this scene. Plug your ears for the next 45 seconds or so because I'm going to spoil Planet of the Apes, the original one. There's a scene where Charlton Heston, at the end of the movie, by the way, he's a astronaut who was in suspended animation for a long time, landed on a planet where apes were in control and humans were enslaved. And he led an insurrection. Things went badly. And he's riding away from the results of, of the catastrophe with uh, his girlfriend, whose name eludes me. He's riding down the beach along the ocean front. He stops up, pulls up short. He gets down on the... Kneels down on the sand, obviously distraught, yells... <clears throat> And I'm going to paraphrase here. Doggone you all to heck. You blew it all up. And the camera pulls back and you see that he's looking at the wreckage of the Statue of Liberty, which was long ago toppled and wound up on the beachfront as a result of uh, some long ago Holocaust, uh, implying that the Planet of the Apes was the result of mankind destroying itself some millennia earlier. And. It's a great scene, by the way. I'll be posting it at shotinthedark.info uh, early next week. But the, uh, the, 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 it kept going through my mind because I'll just put it this way. As I, as I mentioned before the break, I first started paying attention to politics, I don't know, about 1980-ish or so. Like a lot of high school kids, I was, you could say I was somewhere on what passed for the left at that time. And like I mentioned, I... I had some artifacts in my past that show that I certainly had adopted some of the the leftist jargon of the time. I wrote a platform for North Dakota Boys State, which was a, a mock government program for uh, guys who had just gotten out of their junior year of high school. Uh, the platform I wrote, because somehow I wound up as chairman of the party at the time, the Federalist Party, was uh, something that would have made Paul Wellstone blanch. And it, I mean, it was full of income redistribution and abolishing nuclear power and nuclear weapons, the kind of stuff that was made, would have ingratiated me with Jane Fonda, but was very different than why I turned out within the next three years. Because through the good graces of my English professor, Dr. James Blake, had reevaluated almost all my assumptions, discovered, as Dr. Blake had pointed out, that I was not, in fact, a Democrat, much less a, a liberal of the time, and I voted for Ronald Reagan in 1984. I never told my parents, but I also never really looked back. I mean, that's kind of where I wound up where I am today. Had no reason to, by the way. None of us did, because even though the history books, all being written from the perspective of the left, the left these days, will never admit it. The two decades from 1980 to about 2000 were objectively the last American golden age. Uh, and I'm going to squeak out an optimistic little coda and throw in a, a so far there. And for a while last week, I had to say I wasn't feeling it, but I'm a firm believer in acting like you want to feel. So there it is. So far, it was probably the, the biggest golden age of American or Western society of my lifetime so far. I'll come back to that. There's no denying it was one of the high points of American history. I mean, we, the good guys, led an economic surge that brought more wealth to more people than any other time in history. And as a nation, we led a political and social and cultural surge that led to the collapse of one of the most evil regimes in history and led the other one to, by the way, have to tap dance like Ben Vereen in his prime to, to stay ahead of the game. Uh, that would be Red China. And, well, we'll see how that goes. They're having troubles of their own so far. Anyway, the arc, however, from morning in America back in 1980 to, um, let's just say, last week's skirmish at the Capitol peaked, I don't know, somewhere in the late 1980s, 1988, actually, 1998, 1999, um, when one of the glories of the American system 
gridlocked government combined with a peace dividend, which was brought about by the end of the Cold War. Thank you again, President Reagan and Lech Wałęsa and Pope John Paul II and Margaret Thatcher. Thanks to all of you in the great beyond. Well, I guess Wałęsa is still alive. But it led to an outburst, not just of prosperity, but of technical and entrepreneurial and, and free market power that brought so much wealth and security and general well-being to so many people here and worldwide that it may have been as close to a utopia, in some ways, as humanly we can get. Because of gridlock in government, by the way, I mean, mean, we had this combination of events, the lack of an existential threat allowing us to take all of that research and development that went into sonar and and terrain-following radar and precision-guided weapons and turn it into iPods and iPads and iPhones and and all of the technology that, that we have today because of gridlock in government. I mean, the standoff between the Republican majority in 1994 and a Democrat president who had to triangulate far to his right, Bill Clinton, who, by the way, started out as, if not a radical progressive, at least a pretty significantly left-of-center liberal from 1992 to 1994. He had to tack so far to the right that he was more conservative as a president, for six years anyway, than George W. Bush was. Well, Somewhere between 1998 and 2005, things started to turn back south again. Now, it's easy to point to the polarization of American politics, starting with the various Clinton scandals and the drive to hold him accountable for them through the fiasco of the 2000 election. That's right, kids. There was an election that was every bit as bollocked up as this one and a near decade of squabbling over the war on terror and the 2008 financial meltdown, which was caused by government, by the way. Uh, But it went in parallel with a lot of other changes in our nation's political and social lives that have led to their, I was about to say culmination last week at the Capitol. That's not really true. I mean, last week's sorry contemptible episode was pretty much like last summer's riots and the social back and forth that gave us Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Trump himself, for that matter, and the movement that supported them all in a way that was more increasingly un-American as it went along. If, if, If you think that was the peak or let's just say the low point or any sort of ending to the story this past Wednesday, and yet haven't been paying attention to 20,000 years of human history. So let's not call it the culmination or the low point of, of the decline that started, I, I'm going to say, in 2000-ish. Let's call it a checkpoint on a path that may be going up or may be going down, but control over which this path is something that we, the people, need to take control of before the phrase, we the people, gets forever chucked into the dustbin of history. Now, my question is, how have we, as a society, conservatives and liberals, Republicans and Democrats and libertarians and Greens and socialists and monarchists and all of us, how have we gotten to what I'm going to put out there was the peak of Western civilization say, 30, 25, 30 years ago, one of the peaks of Western civilization, to where we are at today with a proto-crypto-socialist majority in both chambers of Congress, barely keeping the lid on a crypto-Maoist, insur- well, it's not even an insurgency, a crypto-Maoist faction that is in front of a social uh, movement, uh, progressivism, that that brings forward a level of Maoism that would have made George Orwell go, well, gosh, I was shooting for fiction back in 1948, but there you go. How have we gotten to that, from that peak to where we are at today, and God forbid, worse to come? 
Well, let's talk about it. I'm, I'm going to talk about that. And it's going to start with President Trump next, but it's darn sure not going to finish with him. Oh, there, my too humble sense, there's plenty of blame to go around. And like, like Charlton Heston at the end of Planet of the Apes, I'm going to issue that blame as we go. 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We will be right back. Hydro Excavation. Are you using water and high pressure to dig holes around underground utilities? American Pressure has the accessories for you. From switchblade and rips on nozzles to trigger guns, lances, pumps, and more. Give us a call today at 763-521-4442 or stop in. We have what you need. On the shelf and ready to be picked up today in Robbinsdale. I grew up poor, which is even worse than being poor. From poor to CEO, the incredible journey of Herman Cain. My American dream entailed working hard and making $20,000 a year. But I surpassed that goal and became a corporate CEO. The story of one man's amazing journey from a poor, undereducated family to the highest levels of corporate, social, and political America. I didn't have to be taught work ethic. I saw it firsthand, and it had a big impression on me. From poor to CEO, the amazing true story of the American dream that will inspire and motivate you and your family to live your best life. We'll all be able to say free at last. See the movie From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain, available at SalemNow.com. Use promo code FAMILY for 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code FAMILY. Have you been suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? Does your doctor insist on giving you more medications, but your neuropathy is not improving? Stop masking the symptoms and get answers today by contacting Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. If you do nothing, you run the risk of suffering long-term complications like infections, poor wound healing, balance issues restraining you to a walker, and possible amputations. In fact, 86,000 Americans lose a limb every year to untreated neuropathy. Get your life back today. Abundant Life Health Center has helped hundreds of patients reverse their neuropathy. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. As a Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Neuropathy doesn't wait around. You shouldn't either. Call 952-383-38 to schedule a full neuropathy workup with Dr. Knight. Targeted censorship against conservatives is now common on social media. Not to mention all that so-called fact-checking. That's why millions have joined the free speech-centered platform Parler, an online beacon for those who value liberty and want to speak their mind without being silenced. When you log in, be sure to search for AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll provide trending stories, local news, and intelligent perspective. We'll see you on Parler. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Don't forget, Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, going to Israel, October 27th, November 5th. All the beauty and history and current context of, of, of Israel, Galilee, Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, the Red Sea, and more, while receiving the best insight you'll get on the land and historic sites. It's Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, leading the trip and providing a conservative perspective on the incredible land of Israel. You can learn all about worry-free booking, by the way, at am1280thepatriot.com. It's the Stand With Israel Tour. Look for it and go! 651-289-4488. I'm also reachable on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. I can also be found on Parlor. While you can still find Parlor at Mitchell P. Berg. That's at Mitchell P. Berg on Parlor. There will be new social media rising, by the way, to replace uh, the necessary evil that is Twitter and Facebook. 
And I will be adopting them as they come online. Oh, much more to talk about in coming weeks there. Yes. Do you know something we don't, Mitch? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, stay tuned for much more of that. 651-289-4488, uh, the number to call, by the way, by an old-fashioned tele- uh, telephone, which is not yet controlled by Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos. Anyway, I am taking this hour to have my Charlton Heston at the end of Planet of the Apes moment saying, doggone you, plural, all to heck, you blew it all up. It, in this case, being an American golden age to which I was blessed to grow to adulthood from my late teens into, I don't know, my early 30s, mid 30s. Uh, from from my senior year of high school and Ronald Reagan was elected until the fall of the Soviet Union and really up until the 2000 election started spinning everything out of control. Now, someone will say, well, you got to blame the Democrats for this, right? Yes, I do. Of course I do. But I've said before, progressivism will kill this country. I, and by the way, progressivism meaning uh, all the things that progressivism is, which is a focus on group culpability, group guilt, group everything. Identity politics is just another form of group politics. Attacking whiteness or espousing anti-racism or anti-sexism or anti, anti, uh, anti-transism is not much different than espousing anti-kulakism or anti-Jewishness. You get right down to it. Yes, I will. I will debate that. And progressivism is about the exaltation of the group, the identity, the collective over the individual. It is antithetical to everything about Western civilization and the Democrats. Once you get the (laughs) the doddering veneer of Joe Biden out of the way and mark my words, he will be out of the way in practice, if not in fact, shortly here. Uh, this is just a further uh, when you look at the, the Democrats who await in Congress when he finally gets removed from office via the 25th Amendment and we get Kamala Harris as president. You'll see how extreme the Democrats have gone. Uh, they're talking openly about massive gun control. They're talking about uh, expanding the packing the Supreme Court, expanding it, increasing more the number of states, uh, but all of them controlled by Democrats, naturally. To make you know, give them a permanent and insurmountable majority in the Senate, basically permanent control of American society at the government level, at the federal and now state level. And by the way, if you look at the social currents they lead, they have become Orwellian to the point of being Maoists, really. I mean, if you look at, at progressivism on campus, Mao Zedong, in his great leap forward, would go, yeah, you guys got game. But the Democrats aren't only only to blame. Granted, I am here to blame them, and I shall in the future as well, because there is much to say, Jacob Fry, <laughs> Mayor Carter. But let's talk about the president, and more importantly, some of the president's supporters. The president inspired cliches by know, the box load before, long before he even got into politics. I mean, even back... Uh, when he was a pop culture hero of sorts among the crowd that worships uh, blinged out idols like Jay-Z and, and, uh, and, and, and hip-hop stars today, uh, even before MC Hammer brought it to the mainstream, uh, you had Morris Day and the Time, one of the great Minneapolis R&B bands, writing uh, the song Donald Trump Black Version, gosh, 30-some years ago. That was when Donald Trump was a Democrat, by the way. Now, you don't need me to list Donald Trump's faults as a person or as a politician or as a president. We have a whole multi-billion dollar industry that is devoted heavily to doing just that for you. Not only cataloging, but making up new ones out of thin air, by the way. We'll come back to that. But along with all the faults imagined from whole cloth, like the fine people slander, uh, which, again, we'll come back to later, and his many offenses against the supposed decorum of the presidency, whether they are real or imagined, And yes, Bill Clinton reference has been dropped in there. Uh, Actually, that's the easy one. Let's talk about Woodrow Wilson turning the Oval Office into a a field office for the Ku Klux Klan uh, back when he made Jim Crow safe for the federal government. Anyway, uh, saying that that Donald Trump is is unique in beclowning the Oval Office is a bit of a stretch, but that's fine. Let's let's give blame where it's due. 
uh, I can't help but think if he'd have just, after he got elected, turned his Twitter feed open to, uh, I don't know, a junior mid-level staffer who had a filter on him, he could have kept the whole outflanking the media thing going without, let's be honest, sounding crazy and intemperate and uh, unpresidential. And let's be honest, that unpresidentiality scared the bejeebers out an awful lot of people. I know people, especially suburban soccer moms of my personal acquaintance, who liked much of what Trump accomplished, but couldn't stand him or his demeanor and his his manner, the way he approached the office, enough to have swung the election for him had he not been him? I'm not going to bet against it. And of course, let's be intellectually honest. You, and, and by you I mean the never Trump crowd, needs to admit he did some things very, very well. I mean, he did the one thing that I, as a longtime Trump skeptic, had hoped for. And it, 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 let's be honest, he exceeded my hopes uh, in, in installing a genuine originalist majority on the Supreme Court. And in foreign policy terms, he may have been the most successful president we've had since, uh, let's say, George H.W. Bush or maybe Reagan himself. And that may have read as a swipe at the Never Trump crowd, which, by the way, includes some people I respect very much, Kevin Williamson, uh, Jonah Goldberg, and some people I don't respect at all, S.E. Cup, and some for whom I've, well, okay, I'll admit, I've lost some respect over time. David French. Uh but never Trump largely, by the way, if not completely. <laughs> I, I, I say this as someone who, who flirted with never Trumpism five years ago. I actually sat in on some phone meetings with people who were talking about starting a Federalist Party since they didn't like what Donald Trump foretold for the Republican Party. And it never happened. It's probably a good thing because I probably would have stayed with the GOP either way, as I am now. Because Never Trump, with all due respect to people out there whom I do respect, largely devolved into a bunch of scolds who are of no more political use to anyone than the Libertarian Party is. I mean, their their main function in the last two months has been chanting, I told you so, I told you so, with all the convincing authority of that Karen who yaps at you about putting your groceries on the conveyor before the, conve- <laughs> before the cashier sanitized it. And I say that again. It was something I flirted with whose high points I could see. Because the real deplorable thing about Donald Trump, the biggest problem with Trump isn't Trump. The two biggest problems with Trump are, number one, uh, I mean, the media and pop culture would have said many of the same things that they said about Trump, about Mitt Romney or John McCain or Marco Rubio. Probably Martin Luther King if he was alive today and voting Republican still. I mean, Trump... One, in the first place, because he saw the left strategy harnessing populist power of identity politics. And for five years, briefly, he did it better than the left did. He did the unthinkable. He turned blue collar whites and red staters in general into an identity group, and a fairly coherent voting block. Which, by the way, finally ended the hundred-year-old notion, let's be honest, that Democrats were, quote, the party of the working man once and for all. Populism was the car that drove Donald Trump to the White House, where he governed in some ways as a conservative, foreign policy terms, the Supreme Court, slashing regulations, yay Trump. And in some ways is the most profligate progressive in history. I mean, he's Bent, let's be honest, like the Democrat he used to be, and that's even before COVID. He was a populist, but there's something even worse than that. I mean, if you remember Ron Paul in 2008 and 2012, a lot of Republicans, especially younger ones, staged an insurgency in the GOP behind, the, <laughs> behind Ron Paul. Much as I supported much of what Paul stood for, at least in terms of domestic policy, and as Embarrassed as I was by some of the establishment Republicans' response to him, some who will remain nameless who said they would vote for Obama before Ron Paul, which was just the stupidest thing I've ever heard from a conservative on the radio. Still, the Ron Paul crowd was a personality cult. And I say this by asking libertarians and Ron Paul supporters, how do you expect to get a... a 
Ron Paul's agenda enacted when he has no congressional support. He would have to he would have to stage a, a libertarian coup and impose absolute libertarian rule against people's will. Uh, it's a joke, but it's true. Donald Trump was what he was, as advertised. The personality cults that built up around him and that charged the Capitol last week, less so. More when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany Santa Fe. We were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers who are making buying decisions for the new year. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Election fraud, radical abortion rights, open borders, riots in our streets, and regime changes in other nations. Meet George Soros, an atheist and one of the most dangerously influential people in America, pouring millions of dollars into the leftist agenda, instigating society's demoralization to control a free people and destroy the foundations of Christianity and our constitutional order. Watch the new film, Billionaire Radical. George Soros and the scheme to remake America. Online at SalemNow.com. See the movie that George Soros and the far left don't want you to see. Learn the truth and prepare to be shocked. Billionaire Radical. George Soros and the scheme to remake America. Online at SalemNow.com for just $9.99 or buy the DVD for just $12.99. Visit SalemNow.com and use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget the January Regnery Book of the Month. The Parasitic Mind, How Infectious Ideas Are Killing Common Sense by God Sod. Sod's an evolutionist psychologist and professor of Concordia University. His book explores how our commitment to freedom, logic, and reason are being seriously threatened by political correctness. Amen. In the war for truth, intellectual freedom may be the casualty. Go to am12athepatriot.com. You're going to go there, click on the fan club page, maybe take your shot at getting a signed copy of that very book. So... As usual, an hour is not long enough to get through this rant. I'll be talking about this on my blog for the coming week here. Look, I've been talking, I've been having my Charlton Heston dog gone you all to heck uh, moment here about everyone that has brought American, really Western society. They are at their best synonymous uh, from where it was 20 years ago during the great golden age that was 1980, early 1980s to the late 90s, early 2000s, when American culture, American business, American technology, American freedom in so many ways hit its peak. 
a peak that it's not returned to. In fact, as we've seen in this past election, retreated from greatly and an ideal that we've retreated from, as we saw on both sides, really all four sides of the aisle. More on that later uh, this past week to a tragic extent. And there's not enough time to go through the whole thing, but I'll be doing it this week on my blog. I mean, I've talked about the president. I've talked about his opposition in the Democratic Party, whose side they picked long ago. Let's talk about the institutions in our society. Obviously, the media, obviously, the government institutions, everything from the FBI and the Department of Justice to uh, our voting apparatus here, which in so many places have proved itself untrustworthy, not through some kraken that no one can quite define in court, but perfectly legally perfectly legally, especially here in Minnesota, Uh, not just the education, especially the higher education systems, but more and more uh, K through 12. Heck, I mean, that's largely lost so far uh, unless you pull into a a, a charter school, uh, the right charter school, mind you, or homeschooling. We'll be coming back to that next week. But institutions that conservatives and conservatism have long gathered around business Oh, yeah. I mean, what used to be a free market has now become focused heavily with the active compliance of both parties on mega capitalism. The the big box stores who, by the way, are getting bled white by the online retailers, your Amazons, your Facebooks, your 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 mega capitalists. And they're not capitalists. They're they they depend. It's cartel capitalism and it's most and it's and it's most dismal uh and and this has caused a problem that is biting us in the ankles today it's genuinely i mean for all of the whining that the younger generation does out there i say this with all due respect to the kids out there and you'll hear why in a second i mean mean, generations have their own hurdles they have to cross mine had imminent global thermonuclear war. My grandparents had World War II and the Depression. Uh, My children faced a time when it's genuinely harder for kids to get theirs today, economically speaking. I remember one of the things that started me on the road to being a conservative was listening at age 14 to Jimmy Carter giving the uh, the famous malaise speech when he basically said, "Eh, my generation got ours. And you young folks are going to have to tighten your belts and suck it up and and just realize you're not going to have the same America I had. To which I thought, you stupid stuffed shirt. I was still a proud Democrat at that point, but Jimmy Carter lost me right then and there. Now take that and apply it to my children's generation. They are having a devil of a time making a, a... footprint in this economy, getting a toehold into this economy. And yeah, those who would divide us say it's the boomers fault or it's the free market's fault. Uh, It's neither. It's the fault of an economy that has been hamstrung and focused to the benefit of mega businesses, big boxism, the gig economy to a degree that, let's be honest, Chamber of Commerce is not healthy. It's genuinely a terrible time in our economy, even with the Trump prosperity still creeping along out there. It's genuinely harder for kids to get their start today. And if I had my political views start to change by Jimmy Carter putting it out there in plain English with a Georgia accent, modern mega corporations and Amazon and Facebook are certainly putting it out there to a whole generation of younger kids who are looking at Bernie Sanders and thinking, what do I have to lose, dude? The other institution that has let us down, that has gotten me on my knees on the beach yelling, doggone you all to heck, you blew it all up. You took the greatest, one of the greatest times in human history and led us to where we're at today. The Republican Party. Yeah, nationally and statewide, it became complacent for years of, of, of running the national conversation under, under Reagan, under Bush one, uh, to some extent under Bush two, really calling the shots during the Clinton years, albeit calling them well, 
during one of the greatest periods of economic expansion in history, one that I was a blessing from God to me personally. But not only that, but the, tea, the way it treated the Tea Party, the last great, purely idealistic political movement in American history, uh, which the Republican establishment joined with the Democrat establishment to put down like an old dog, to slander into the underground where it festered and came back as its angry brother, Trumpism, which said, yeah, we tried playing nice. Look what it got us. Let's take off our gloves and show them what deplorable means. That wasn't the worst thing, of course, at least at the national level and to some extent at the state level. They dumped conservatism, saw the bright shining light that that led them to power in Washington four years ago and and replaced uh, conservatism with populism. And, by the way, kept the Chamber of Commerce conservatism, even after the Chamber of Commerce largely jumped to the Democrats, leading us to the economic situation, by the way, that we have today with the younger generation taking forever to get moved out of mom and dad's basement because there's no place for them because all the money is getting pushed up to people like Jeff Bezos, who, by the way, vote and contribute Democrat. The education system, do I need to say more? We stopped valuing all the things that made Western civilization great and stopped insisting that our public school system teach that and turned the system over to the people who control it today by default. We, the people, turned it over to the apparatchiks, and they're not going to give it back. This happened, by the way, at a time when we could still trust our expert class, or so we thought. Which takes us back to the ultimate culpable people, us, we the people. And we need to turn that ship around or accept the consequences over the course of especially this next two years. Because it's one of the great cliches, every election is the most important one of our lifetime. But this next one, 2022, all the marbles in a way that I cannot convey the urgency of. Pat Garofalo joins us when we come back, talking about the road back. Go nowhere. Softly humming Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. In 1930, the price of gas was 20 cents, a loaf of bread cost 9 cents, and standard heating and air conditioning was born. 
To ring in the new year, Standard Heating is offering $1,930 off a new high-efficiency furnace and air conditioner combination. Happy New Year to you. Standard Heating is a fourth-generation Minnesota family-owned company celebrating 91 years of business with special pricing on high-efficiency furnace combinations. Standard Heating offers 0% financing and payment options. Ask for details. In celebration of their 91st year in business, Standard Heating's furnace tune-up and safety check is only $91. With savings on a new furnace and AC combination from Standard Heating, you will feel comfy cozy all year long. The $1,930 off furnace air conditioning combo and tune-up specials end January 31st. Visit standardheating.com today, providing the comfort you deserve and saving you bread for 91 years. That's standardheating.com. 